Okay, Second Timothy, the third chapter. Amen. Someone stopped me on the way out Wednesday night and asked me a question. The question was something like this. I believe it was asked was, could anybody teach or, uh, and this is a good question, and I was answering it somewhat from memory. And it's anybody that, now notice now, when you look at that is faithful and that the apostles chose to teach, that is different from the calling of teaching. Let me read you what I found in Elcott commentary for the English reading. Training of a teacher in the congregation. Men, men able as well as willing, gifted as well as zealous, should be the object of his choice, of the preacher's choice. Now, that is crucial, and the reason behind that is they were so, the apostles' name was so about the word of truth being presented that they brought in men. And you got to remember now, when the apostles and them set up the church, the deacons was great help in teaching. And when you look at the history of the church, not only the teachers, then they raised folks, the deacons or whomever, up to an elder. And these are positions that they created, but they were faithful men that they chose to do these offices. So if you are faithful to God and you can be used, see, this is one thing that we got to remember. The church of God is, or God utilized faithful people. You're unfaithful, you shouldn't be used. And number one, God is not going to call anybody that he knows that's not going to be unfaithful. That's not going to be faithful. My pastor swore by that and I swear by it to this day as well. God don't call lazy people. They may have a zeal and want to do it. God don't call folks that's trying to get out of work. He don't do that. Because he knows that an unstable man or woman is unstable in all their way. If you lazy when it comes down to everything, you're going to be lazy when it comes down to preaching. Okay, how you fluff it up and try to make it pretty? You are what you are. 
And so the, the apostle gave options because they wanted the congregations to grow and these were men that was in their tutelage that could be trained. Remember what he told Timothy. You train folks that are faithful to teach. If you ain't faithful, you don't need to be up here. You don't, if you ain't faithful, you don't need to be trying to exhort nobody else to be faithful. A bad bub is what? A bad bub, I don't care what socket you put it in. Amen. So uh, we, must, we must remember that. And there were other things that uh, God dealt with me about. And see, it was committed to faithful men who shall be able to teach. And this here uh, is, uh, for those of you that are keeping notes, if you want to be able to find it, it's the strong number, 1321, to learn, to teach in the same broad application. You got to learn. If I can't teach you, you can't teach. Not here you can't. I made the statement, and I'm thank God that didn't nobody challenge me, but a lot of us are stuck about where we came from. You're not trying to, to, to blend in and become what God told you here. You still stuck with John John, your pastor. And therefore, it's causing a problem with the ministry growing. And it's causing a problem with you growing. You ought to forget those things that are behind you. This is about truth and being faithful to God. Amen. You ain't got to like it. I point it to you in the word. If you don't like the word, you ain't going to like me. And it said, a workman. And I, I decided to home in on that word, workman. A toiler, figuratively, is a teacher. Hmm. So he's telling you, uh, you still got to do the duty of a teacher, a workman. Somebody that's, 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 that's working it out. And rightly... A workman need not to be ashamed. Ashamed means not ashamed. Not ashamed. You gotta own up to God wherever you go. When they start making fun of you for being saved, making fun of you for being a saint of God, making fun of you for whatever, you still are workmen that need not to be rightly dividing the word of truth. The truth got to be rightly divided. They just come off of a cuff. People will tell you anything. Well, I can't do that. I got to look over your feelings to tell you the truth. Then verse 25 is talking about in meekness instruction to those that opposes themselves. In meekness instructing those that opposes themselves. That's verse 25. To set oneself in opposite of the truth. 
You can't go nowhere setting yourself in opposite of the truth. I'm pulling out what the, the Bible and you telling me I, I ain't, ain't going to do that. Where you going? And he also tell them to to stir up the gift of God. And to make full proof of that minute. Proof. To carry out fully, completely, assurance, most assuredly, believe fully. No. You don't do that. You, you, you ain't making full proof. A lot of us ain't making full proof of salvation. How are we going to make full proof if God done called us to the ministry? He's telling Timothy, you got to go on. And you've got to do everything you know to do. Hmm. Sounds like a lot, isn't it? No, it's not. We've got to keep the truth of the gospel going. That's the only way we're going to be saved. And you notice I made a statement also that if it would be wise if we would go ahead and look at these definitions. I gave them to you in the Greek, and I told you to look at them in the English. And something stirred in me to say, you ain't going to do it, so I'm going to do it for you. Well, the majority did. I'm glad to see somebody did it. So we're going to take the time, since God was convicting me to do it, we're going to take the time and go through it tonight so you won't have an excuse when we get down to where it, it, the real crux of the, uh, the meat uh, of the message is having a form of godliness. Because a lot of us, if you're not careful, that's all you got is a form. Number one, the love of self, it means, I gave you the word, selfish. Lacking, check it out now, lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with oneself, personal profit or pleasure. It's all about you. Love of many. Covetousness. Having or sharing a great desire to perceive something, to possess rather, something that belonged to somebody else. I'm going to get me one too. Boastful or bragger, a person who boasts about achievements or possessing. Man, I got a bad house. Man, I got a bad house. Man, I got a bad car. Man, I got Bragger. You know what the Bible said? Turn away. Proud. Haughty. It brings in another word. Arrogant. Superior and disdain. You want to be, be, you know, the saints want to be better than everybody. Won't they church better than everybody else's church? Won't they everything better than somebody else? Where are you going? 
pride should not hinder, I mean, should not enter the picture when it comes down to saints of God. We know the fact. Everything we got came from God. Amen. Your little two nickels you rubbing together. Your health. Your fine self, as they used to say back in the day. God, it don't take God long to draw up flesh. You better go by the hospital. Abusive or blaspheming. Blasphemy, brother. The act of offending or speaking sarcastically about God or or sacred things profane talking hmm you can't afford to be talking about the church Jesus purchased this with his own blood I mean, now you think he gonna let you sit up and talk about his church? Ain't nobody say that's a lie from the pit. Who you serving? Whose side are you on? Ungrateful, thankless, not feeling or expressing gratitude or appreciate. That's why our praise has gone down to. That's why we're not moving God. We say it with our mouth, but don't mean it in our heart. Unholy, wicked. It means evil or morally wrong. Evil or morally wrong. People don't care nothing about morals no more. People are pushing the enveloped so today they will not, they don't care nothing about uh, what they're doing. They will break every rule that they can. It's bad when saints do that. Unloving, hard-hearted, Incapable of being moved to pity or tenderness. Unfeeling. Saints have gotten cold. Saints have gotten cold in this generation. Walk by you now and won't give you a good praise the Lord. Walk by you now and look at you like you got something on you. Saints have gotten cold, unfeeling. Don't care nothing about you, what you're going through. All they're concerned about me, myself, and I. Unforgiving. Truth breakers. One who violates a truth, covenant, or an engagement. Engagement. You don't violate it. A covenant, and that's what we got going with God. You know, no, the only thing that we have is a covenant. 
an agreement between us and God. If you break that with God, I know not to hold you to the one that we got. I'm the pastor and you the member. Slanderer. False accuser. A claim of an allegation of wrongdoing that is untrue. Look how many folks accuse now without self-control, incontinent, lacking self-restraint, lacking self-restraint and uncontrolled. I didn't get all slender. Let me get the rest of it. Untrue and of otherwise unsupported by facts. Get the facts. Get the facts that you're going to tell some. Get the facts. Brutal or savage, fierce, violence, and uncontrolled. When you see this in the saints, you're supposed to pull away. If you can't control your tongue in the heat of an argument, number one, I prove to you we shouldn't be arguing according to this same chapter. And you start spitting out four-letter words and calling folks out, don't tell nobody you say because you ain't. You just have a form of godliness. And you're comfortable with denying the power that are. And the power is to change your life. Not lovers of good. Hostile. Unfriendly. Antagonistic. Always starting something. These kind of folks always keep something going. They're going to find some reason. Ooh, your Coco, your, you got to wear them kind of shoes. Ooh, Coco, your toenails. Ooh, Coco, your hair. Ooh, Coco, your ride. Ooh, Coco, your car. You got a knife. Why can't you wash it? <laughs> Go find something. I don't care what. And you not know those people love to be in church. And said, so, well, it's the truth. <laughs> no, you're just hostile. you antagonistic. And then your feelings get hurt when don't nobody want to deal with you. Come on, now. It's more than I read. I, I read that you study. Do you know what it means? You're going to know what Timothy was talking about before this uh, jousting mat or a dance is over with. Then we get down to treacherous. Betrayer. A person who provides information about some, someone else, another person is doing wrong. Don't let them tell you if you know you ain't going to keep it. Because God's going to hold you accountable. You're, you're treacherous. You're a betrayer. I didn't know that was in there, did you? Oh, you've been reading it. You just didn't study it. To show yourself approved. Rash. Heady. Potentially intoxicated. Ooh, 
can't stop drinking, but you're still drunk on something else. You hit it. You're in delusional. You're out of your mind. Conceited, proud, feeling deep pleasures or satisfaction as a result of one's own achievement, qualities or possession, or those of someone with whom ye are closely associated. You know I know Clinton. You know I'm a friend of Bishop so-and-so. What they got to do with it? You need to rejoice in the fact that you know Jesus and Jesus only. Stop being position of people seeking. Trying to achieve something in this world because it's all going to go down. But, you, but the, the uh, ironic thing is God said turn away from them kind of saints. I'm going to try. Remind me to get down there to the silly women before, though. There's women in their houses. I keep overlooking that. Lovers of pleasure. And I sought this one out, and I sought this one out in particularity because I said something. It wasn't quite wrong, but I didn't want to leave you with the thought, because I saw the expression on your face. I said, watch those vacations. Hmm. I did that. How many of y'all remember that? Everybody in the room should remember that, because you looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> it's not the vacation, it's what you do on it. And if you're going with unsaved folks, chances are you're going to do some unsaved things. And at least it's pleasures. Ones whose life is devoted to sensual appetite. Fleshly. You're doing everything for your flesh. You got to watch how you feed your flesh because it grows like crazy. The more time you give it off, the more off time it wants. And some of you haven't recovered from the off time that it wants. Shoot, I'm tired. What you do? You act like you've been to the field. Nothing. You stayed on a man's job and if you worked anything, it was your fingers. What's the rest of your body doing tired? You typing all day. Are you using your mouth? You talking all day. Why are you tired? You didn't physically go out there and desert yourself. You need to start talking to yourself. Why am I tired? Can I tell you something that, from my perspective? Oh, you can get mad at me more. You want to about this. Most of you are lazy. Why you say that, Pastor? The same piece of paper that I walked by, you walked by on God's property, and you didn't even pick it up. And you know a trash can's on the inside. I ain't talking about picking up for the whole lot. 
But hopefully now we won't have that problem. We put a fence up, so whatever should happen should be gathered out there at the fence. And you think I'm going to let that build up, waiting on you to pick it up? Mm-mm. Y'all can ask questions. I know it's too hot for you. Y'all can ask questions. I'm trying to help you be saved. Because when I see God, I'm going to say, son, you did your job. You might have did it too much, but you did your job. This here, but I was talking about the pleasure. You got to watch what you start going after. You got to watch what you allow your flesh to lead because something ain't nothing but the stones go further and further away from God, not back to God. Go on down to Cancun, and the first thing they're going to give you a Mai Tai uh, uh, or something like that. And that's why a lot of folks go out uh, that and get, get those extensive, because the liquor's free. You can get drunk on the boat. You can get ru- you all the liquor you want. You see what I'm saying? If you can't. If you think you can't handle, don't you get on that boat? <laughs> don't you get on that boat because they're going to come by there and go ask you, can I get you something to drink? Same thing in a casino. They ain't going to let you just sit up, stand up there and look. They're going to ask you, do you want something to drink? And if you ain't strong, you're going to get thirsty. Yes, ma'am. Well, regardless, they're going to offer you. The food, I guess the food is free then. But the thing about it, if you can't handle being offered, and you can, you see them folks with them tall drinks and all the mamba rounders and, and all that other stuff, and you're like, ain't no way. Ain't no saints around here. You have an identical identity crisis out there on the boat. Robert, it's about like me and you said, Robert, I'm going to treat you to the lunch. We're going to the strip club. They serve chicken wings in there. Wait a minute. I said that for an illustration. There are other folks, other places that sell chicken wings. Robert used to say, uh, you mean to tell me Church of Chicken and stop selling chicken? You see what I'm saying? And we go one time, you're going to burn law, I'm going to treat you next time, next time on me. You see what I'm saying? That's going after pleasure in the opposite direction. That's sinly and that's fleshly. 
That's sensual. All we think about is what's left around our bones. What are you talking about? Now, if that's too much truth for you, uh, I'm sorry. The devil can't deceive you on my watch. And Robert, ain't nobody going to close their eyes when they get on the pole. And you sisters got the same opportunity. I'm going to teach, and they're going to take you to where a man dancing on a pole. Everybody on a pole right now. They call them strippers. And don't tell me you didn't think about it. I'm glad nobody said nothing. I just heard a few laughs. So it, it, it's stuff like that. And for some reason, it hinders our salvation. It makes us have a form of it. You can't divorce your flesh if you don't fight your flesh. What is it? I'll never forget something Bishop Morris Golder used to that told in that. And, 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 and it blessed me until this day. Before he got saved, he used to love to lie. God called a lying man to be a preacher. That's the first thing that stuck in my mind after he said that. <laughs> but he could preach and preach under the anointed. And what I liked when he was down deep in it, he always said, bless God. And he See, he used to love to lie, and he and when folks would believe it, he'd walk off from them and start laughing. He could lie with a straight face. That was the pleasure of his flesh. Some folk get a kick out of lying to this day. <laughs> I'm dumb and believe. But you lied. You gave right back into your flesh. Rather than fighting your flesh, you jumped right back into those wicked pleasures that you enjoy. Some folks love to fight. Just love it. They were either getting in a fight or getting out of one. And they got such a kick out of it, it was pleasurable to them. Form. It's an appearance, the way that someone or something looks. Oh, you look like you say. That's what we used to have a kick out of it. Pastor used to say, because you got your long dress on, sometimes them the biggest hell raisers in the church. Didn't do nothing to their hair. Had the mammy-made dresses. And they thought that made them look safe. And then he told us about a group that didn't even take baths. They were so holy. Just as funky as billy goats. And offensive. But not nobody saved like God ain't in that mess. Not in appearance, but what about your heart? Yes, ma'am. Very, very 
Good question. Where's the pastor of the church at? That's his fault. His congregation should be looking at should be looking at him. Now let one try it here. Hey, 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 hey. What about? No, 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 no. You don't do that here. You ain't gonna talk to my folks no any kind of way. I ain't gonna take you somewhere and let somebody treat you no any kind of way. Never have done it and never will do it. He should have got up and said, daughter, sister, member, friend, you out of order. I'm the pastor of this house. I pastor these folk. So either you can sit down or get out. That's the choice that you got. What would I look like letting you come to my house and rebuke my children and I'm sitting right there? Huh? That'd be crazy. You done lost your mind. What kind of pastor is he? Don't answer that. And, and see, this, this, this is the thing. People have, because God calls some people to come out of certain things. For instance, if you thought you had a fabulous figure when you wasn't saved, and you wore all everything you had skin tight so everybody can see the very impressions of the imprints of the dimples on your behind, and God convicts you and tells you to get out of pants, that's to you. And if God would want to make a standard out of getting out of pants, he'd have to include the men. What are we going to wear? At least you ought to think about that. Pants came about in the 1800s. Look how long the Bible was created before the 1800s. Them folks don't even know the history of clothes making. How are they going to know the history of the church? Back in the day, everybody wore lowing cloths. And if, and if you mean to tell me every time you jump in a bathtub or get in a shower without any clothes on, God's going to send you to hell? Because the first thing you get when you go to the hospital, you take off all your clothes. Go to the doctor's office. Can you get into this gown? Where are you going? I'm going to hell for going to the doctor that told me to get out my clothes. Come on. God is not ignorant. God is not intimidated by your, what he created. Because of sin, we are, if you're in your right mind, you ought to be ashamed when you some, some you ain't got nothing on. Now, first thing that folks, can, can I be honest and be real? First, first thing folks do that's possessed, first thing they do is take off all their clothes. I, don't ask me why. I don't know. But look at the lunatic. What did he do? 
got butt naked. And this, for some reason, that's one thing that the devil will make him expose. I don't know, and I'm not seeking that. Uh, okay, we're going to do godlessness. Or godliness, rather, I'm sorry. You know what it is? The state of being holy. You mean to tell me you can't be different? You know, basically, when we give to over to our weaknesses, we're telling God that he can't keep us. He can't save us, and he can't deliver us. Because he told us to be holy because he's holy. Denying. The state of refusing to admit the truth. Now, you've got to know this. 99.9% .9 of the people that are out there know the truth. Big pastor, you mean to tell me you done went to theological seminaries and you don't know the difference between the truth of water baptism in Jesus' name and being filled with the Holy Ghost. And it's all in the book of Acts. The only way you could get around it, you had to tear Acts out of the Bibles that you have read. Truth or denying its existence. And a whole lot of folks have chosen the road of denying the truth. If you deny the truth, you can't be saved. If you're going to come to God, first thing he's going to give you the truth. And when they're back on the morning, baby, I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings probably. When they were back on the morning, brings the Lord. If it's you, if you if you didn't save me, let me see birds flying. They fly anyway. You do know that, don't you? Birds fly. And Lord, if you save me, let me see a cloud come by. Uh, that's what clouds do. They roll. The sky never say the same. Why do they pick out some obvious to prove that God didn't save them? I guess y'all never thought about that. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And if, you better be glad I wasn't God because I would have struck him with a bolt of lightning. Because that's crazy. All you got to do is be sitting on your porch and watch how the wind that goes through the trees cause the trees to do this. And I'm talking about it in the middle of a storm. But how God, 
of God always. Always. Why you want to tempt God? And he gave you a sign in the Bible. With stammering lips in another tongue shall I speak through this people. Don't want to get it God's way. So we deny the existence of God. Next word is power. And it, uh, I guess it's just translated power. The ability to act, capability of doing or accomplishing something. God has given you the power to do just what he said. You need to let that sink in. Can nothing, no demon out of hell hinder the truth of God's word. You just got to put one foot in front of the other and believe that God said it. And that settles it for me. When it comes down to the word of God, it is a settled issue. Okay, who don't believe it? Not going on. It is not, you know, saints, it is not our job to persuade the world. So stop that madness. The Bible tells us every man is persuaded by his own mind. I ain't got enough power to persuade you. When you come in here, you're supposed to have your mind already made up, and I'm supposed to teach and preach to you. You got time to, uh, since Coco, my, my, my meddling buddy, you got time to, Coco, you, did, did you get the message that I sent, preached? Coco didn't ask no questions, so I'm assuming she got it. And see, when I get ready, when I have to chastise Coco for what God has given her, and God done told me to get on Coco's case, Coco tell me I hurt her feeling. I said, well, think about what you did to me. I was preaching, and you said you got it. You lied to me. And you hurt my feelings. <laughs> too hurt feelings, too hurt. <laughs> Come on here. You are supposed Supposed to ask questions. And when it's a Bible study in a class and you don't have a good understanding, that is not God's fault. You let the devil silence your voice. Stop playing in the hands of the devil. Because this is what I found out. God don't allow one saint to, to ask a question that five or six folks ain't they're scared to ask. And you'll be surprised how much enlightenment that the group gets on your questions. Yeah. Not having anything to do with. Now, avoid. You know what avoid means? Keep away from them. You ain't talking about saints. You know, it's a shame when saints can't get along. Ain't nobody going to try to get along with the lying, cheating, and conniving you. Ain't nobody going to try to get along with the slow uh, uh, stepping you. What would I look like holding up the whole church because you don't want to come? 
I'm waiting to turn the lights on. Sister So-So ain't here. Brother Bobo ain't here. They ain't coming. Keep on moving. Don't even put their name on the program because we don't know if they're going to be here or not. And the secretary can bear record. I done told her that many a time. Keep clean Oh, Sean, avoid. Wait a minute, God telling me to do things like that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Everything ain't going, and we're down to crunch time now. Y'all hold up, wait for me. Baby, we part of the five wise versions. You ain't got your all, and you running late. That's your fault. You should have went ahead of time and bought from the sellers just like we did. Now, I'm going I'm to put something to you. You ain't got to eat it, but think about it. If God send a message at 11, at, at, where we start at 12, at 12 o'clock on Sunday, and it's the word of God, and you need a word from God, where you need to be? Well, the message of God is going, right? Unless you don't believe it. If God, you know the subject ahead of time in Sunday school, and if you already know if it's something you need, and if you don't avail yourself, who you going to blame? You can't blame God. Because ain't no telling what he's going to inspire me to say since I've really got the voice of the house. Monica and Larry are my helpers. Not my equals, my helpers. And God's going to make sure if he's sending a message, he's going to send it to me to make a voice for the house. Not to you know, not to hinder or take away from anything they said, but to bring a clarity because that's why he called me. Not because I wanted to answer. Anybody know me? Know, know my history? I was the last one to accept the call. But that whooping got deep. It got hard, Robert, and it got long. And I learned my lesson. So now I'm so bold, I, if God give it to me, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. But when I get through with it, preaching over the pulpit, how many I call you at home? And ask you about it, I told you about it. Ain't going to happen. You're supposed to get it when time to get it. Amen. I know it sounds hard and it sounds crazy. But it's, it's my objective is to not to have you weak and at the mercy of the devil because you think they were saying stuff back in the day. You ought to hear the stuff now that they're saying God done told them to do. Apostles then came back. Used to be what nobody claiming to be apostle. Now everybody and their mama is an apostle. You got women apostles, you got men apostles, you got gays apostles, you got lesbians apostles, you got drunk apostles, you got. They're falling in every court category. 
and want you to bow and worship their shrine. That's another giveaway. Every apostle that God called would not accept glory. They would always give God his glory. They would let nobody respect them in any other way or treat them in any high office and bow and worship their shrine. Apostles got armor bearers, and ain't never one I'm gonna take a bullet for or a knife. You do know what an armor bearer is, just just in case, just in case some of y'all here didn't like that phrase or like that. That means that if you my armor bearer, somebody get ready to, to, to come, you get cut first. How many you gonna do it? How many? Don't 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 do it. I see it in your eyes. Take off running. Did you make it out, Pastor? I was wondering. I was just wondering, did you make it, Pastor? You know we close, Pastor, but I was just wondering what you make. I still got your Bible. <laughs> it would be nice if it was just kidding, uh, caring about. You got to watch these foolish things that these foolish people are saying in this hour. It's vain and it's empty and it have no bearing on salvation. What are you here for? To be saved. Well, all the other junk, kick it to the side. You know, I, 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 could, I could see if I was teaching you differently. Uh, you know I'm the man of God and since Leach, uh, every service you need to bring a clean towel while I'm preaching and wipe my forehead. What do they got to do with the gospel? Hmm. Every time you see me, you bow and curse. It. What do they got to do with the gospel? You start worshiping man. And a whole lot of these folks want you to bow and worship them. That's where this has gone, to humanism, where they worship and bow to the flesh. Amen. They want you to give your $2. You better be glad. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's going on the tape, and they, I, I don't care. When I was young and going to visit churches, I wasn't giving nobody more than I gave at home. That's why I eat. That's why I expect somebody to help me. That's why I expect folks to be looking out for me at home. Killing none of you not to go. You mess around and get a bone crosswise in your throat, I'm going to hit you in the throat and get it out. I ain't going to pat you on the back. You got it where? In the throat? What do I like patting you on the back? <laughs> Boy, if looks could talk. <laughs> you know, because, you know one thing? If we disobey God, that's why we get in these situations that these folks are in. There are some folks that don't know truth and they won't know truth if they hear it, heard it because all their saved, supposed to be saved lives, all they've been fed is falseness. 
And you'd be surprised how much craziness that is. Robert, even in this generation, there are a large number of people that believe that God ain't called a woman to preach. This been settled a long time ago. Why go over what's been settled by Jesus? It wasn't the Peter, the, it wasn't Peter and them that said Jesus is written. It was a woman that told them about the resurrection. The resurrection didn't happen. And well, if that wasn't carrying the word of God, I don't know what was. So people bring their ideologies to the church and expect the church to build a foundation on what they think. Oh no, it don't work like that, babe. Now I'm going back to where I, I, I left off in the outline, if that's okay. I don't know if I got to this, but let's check this out. The guideline, this is Timothy 3 and 16. Timothy will find the divinely inspired book useful for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. That's what the word of God's supposed to do. It's supposed to chase you. Now, if I get in your face and talking about crazy stuff, you have a right to be offended. But if I get in your face about the word of God, you ain't got no right. Unless you don't want to be saved. And you should have had, you should have had that settled before you start coming to church here. The goal was, to equip Timothy for every good work. For every good work. And we went through that. You got it in your definition what he was, what he was talking about. Paul chose his letter, which is most likely the last letter, before being executed. The sixth and final. Paul's final charge to Timothy. Now notice what he's telling the preacher. And I, I know y'all shouldn't have a problem looking this up because it's talking about the preacher. Timothy, and this is in the fourth chapter. Preach the word of God. Hmm. They ain't supposed to be sitting up here giving you fables. Teach you things because he eats your ears. But it ain't going to save you. Never have and it never will. So he is to preach. He is to use it for correction when you off, to rebuke you. You notice open rebuke is better than secret sin. Yeah. 
Y'all do know that in the word. Do it in the open. You need it to be done to you in the open. And encouragement. And I try. Sometimes it's after the message, but I try to encourage you. To hold out a change so God can give me something better. When he is to preach urgently at all times. This word is urgent. You can't afford to make it the last thing or you can do without it. This word is urgent. That's the only thing that's going to save you. If you can't get to church for nothing else, you need to show up for the word. Not because I need an audience. Timothy is to reach his world for God. Now, now think about this. My calling is to reach the world for God. Why would I try to beat up the people? That God has given me to reach. Don't that sound like suicide? For me? Because he's going to hold me accountable. For everything that I do that is not according to his word to anybody in the room. And I know that. If he's going to hold you accountable for what you do to me. Don't think he ain't going to hold me accountable for what I do to you. God is very fair. Yes, yes. Paul's final warning. This is a, a four, chapter 14 and 15 verse for those of you taking notes. The apostles' warning is twofold. I need you to pay attention to this. Because you think it's bad now. You staying around the church if God don't call it home. Men will someday turn from sound doctrine. So you got to make sure that when you have your grievances, am I turning away from truth? Is I'm allowing the devil to play with my mind to make me to get me out on a limb and get me out of the church. tell you something. The very thing you going through, I had to go through at some point in my relationship with God. I had to come through the ranks just like you do. But this is what I found out. If God is training you and when you allow the one that he sent to train you when you get to your ministering station, if God calls you, ain't nothing no demon out of hell can do to you because guess what? Your foundation is based on the truth of God's word. Now, if you ran, that's your fault. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. Don't expect to have a good ministry 
even if you get one. 